Good morning. Today we continue a series begun last Sunday of meditations from John's Gospel. Our focus again is John chapter 4, where Jesus spoke with a Samaritan woman at a well. Please follow as I read John chapter 4, verses 5 through to 30. So he, Jesus, came to a city of Samaria, which is called Sychar, near the plot of ground that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. Now Jacob's well was there. Jesus, therefore, being wearied from his journey, sat thus by the well. It was about the sixth hour. A woman of Samaria came to draw water. Jesus said to her, Give me a drink. For his disciples had gone away into the city to buy food. Then the woman of Samaria said to him, How is it that you, being a Jew, ask a drink from me, a Samaritan woman? For Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. Jesus answered and said to her, If you knew the gift of God, and who it is who says to you, Give me a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. The woman said to him, Sir, you have nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. Where then do you get that living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob, who gave us the well and drank from it himself, as well as his sons and his livestock? Jesus answered and said to her, Whoever drinks of this water will thirst again, but whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst but the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water that I may not thirst nor come here to draw. Jesus said to her, Go call your husband and come here. The woman answered and said, I have no husband. Jesus said to her, You have well said, I have no husband. For you have had five husbands, and the one whom you now have is not your husband. In that you spoke truly. The woman said to him, Sir, I perceive that you are a prophet. Our fathers worshipped on this mountain, and you Jews say that in Jerusalem is the place where one ought to worship. Jesus said to her, Woman, believe me, the hour is coming when you will neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem worship the Father. You worship what you do not know. We know what we worship, for salvation is of the Jews. But the always coming and now is, when the true worshippers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. For the Father is seeking such to worship him. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. The woman said to him, I know that Messiah is coming, who is called Christ. When he comes, he will tell us all things. Jesus said to her, I who speak to you am he. And at this point, his disciples came, and they marveled that he talked with a woman. Yet no one said, what do you seek? Or why are you talking with her? The woman then left her water pot went her way into the city and said to the men, Come see a man who told me all things that I ever did. Could this be the Christ? Then they went out of the city and came to him. I want to suggest that there's a sense in which this unnamed woman was in some kind of cultural captivity. 
Culturally, she was a lonely woman. She came to draw water from the well at the sixth hour, which corresponds to our midday. The custom was that women in groups would come in the cool of the morning or the cool of the evening to draw water from the well. It seems she did not want to go draw water with the other women for fear that they might, as we say in Jamaica, throw a word at her. It seems she did not want to go draw water with the other woman for fear that they might chatter before our face. Can you imagine if the Samaritan woman had gone to the well when the other women were there? One woman was likely to say something like, Mary Jane, is anybody here who's sleeping with a man who is not her husband? And Mary Jane might answer, Yes, Missy, people like that here. In fact, some people here have had five husbands, and the one that them have now is not even for them husband. Culturally, the Samaritan woman was living in open sin. She was sleeping with a man who was not her husband. Culturally, as a woman, she was kept down by the society. The prevailing culture did not attach a lot of dignity to women. Women were like second-class citizens. There was, at the time, serious prejudice against women, doubly so if you were a Samaritan woman. Culturally, men did not speak to women in public places. That is why you have to love Jesus. Jesus spoke to the woman to let her know that she is somebody too. Jesus spoke to the woman to let her know that she matters to him. Jesus spoke to the woman to let her know that she was special to him. Jesus could not care two hoots about what culture had to say. Jesus was not a captive of the culture. Too many Christians are captives of the culture. Far too many churches and worship services are captives of the culture. Christians are people who are supposed to transform the culture, not capitulate to culture. Jesus is the demolisher of cultural barriers between the races, as in Jews and Samaritans, between the sexes, as in male and female, between the classes, upper class, lower class, middle class, and all classes. Jesus initiated what seemed to be a long public conversation with this woman who occupied a lowly state in Samaritan society. Jesus was not going to let the prevailing prejudices at the time stop him from sharing the gospel with the Samaritan woman. Jesus is Lord over culture. Christians must be prepared to publicly reach out to those who our culture and society generally doesn't care about. Perhaps even those who society despises, like the homeless, the homosexual, the prostitute, the rapist, the gunman, the scammer, the extortioner. We must reach out to them in compassion without compromise. We must reach out to them and confront them in their sin. We must reach out to them without compromising biblical standards. The Samaritan woman became culturally emancipated. She left her water pot and went and told the people that she had met the Messiah. Her encounter with Jesus emboldened her to take the message of the gospel to the people in the town. When a person has been truly converted, the Spirit of God gives boldness. The Spirit of God is the Spirit of boldness. Notice too that this woman was not a convert for many years before she went and told the message of the gospel. 
She just got saved and was giving her testimony right away. So the woman who everybody chatting, who everybody had threw a word at, went and faced the same people and told them the gospel. That is courage. That is Christ-empowered courage. That is courage available to every Christian today by the Holy Spirit. Some people today don't want to get involved in sharing the gospel because they're shy. But there is spirit-empowered boldness available. Some people don't want to get involved in sharing the gospel because they have a sinful past. But there is spirit-empowered boldness available. Some people don't want to face the people who look down on them. But there is spirit-empowered boldness available. This woman moved from having nothing to say to having a message to deliver. Conversion and spirit control will give you courage to declare God's message. Conversion and spirit control will give you the courage to face the people who don't like you. Conversion and spirit control will give you the courage to face the people who spend all their time at chat you. After her encounter with Christ, nothing in the culture could keep her down. No prejudice. No chatting her behind her back or to her face. Nothing could keep her quiet. Too often we as Christians don't make a firm stand for Jesus because we concern ourselves with what people are going to say. This is a woman who had no integrity to protect. All she had was an encounter with Jesus and that is all that she shared. This woman had no integrity to protect, but nevertheless she was outspoken for Christ. The degree of one's brokenness will influence the degree of one's outspokenness. As a Christian, the more you see how wretched a sinner you were and how fit for hell you were, the more you will be willing to be outspoken about the gospel of Jesus Christ. The problem is that too many Christians have lost a sense of how lost we were before Jesus found us. Christians have lost a sense of how deserving of hell we were. This woman knew where she was coming from, and no culture, no prejudice, no nothing was going to shut her up. She shouted, I believe, come see a man, could this be the Christ? The Samaritan woman did indeed know that she had encountered the Christ, the Savior of sinners. Today is a good day for you to encounter that same Christ, the Savior of sinners. But you must first repent of your sins, seek the forgiveness Christ offers, and surrender your life to him. Until next week, may Christ continue to bless you greatly.